Oh boy. The shade. <laughs> it is just pouring in like last minute. Do 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 do. That's just it. Right. <laughs> and so juicy. I can't wait to get to that later on in the show. Hey everybody, it's Richie West. We are back. Yeah. <laughs> Reporting live from shady West Hollywood, California. No, we're going live. <laughs> there are some breaking events happening <laughs> right now. Social media is really good for that. Like you yeah. can get swept up in a, a storm of activity going on. So we'll fill you in on what's happening with that. It's a doozy. We also had some things to talk about up front and a little bit of nerd, little bit of nerd news. So I guess we'll just get right to it. Yeah. I'm still sort of confused about this, but the trans ban in the military yeah. is supposed to be allowed to go forward, but it is still being contested in court. Yeah, I'm confused. So apparently the Supreme Court, they haven't heard the case on the ban yet. The only thing they ruled on was whether or not they could put the ban into effect while it was being disputed in court. Gotcha. Which is like the whole point of them yeah. just being in court is so it wouldn't go through. <sighs> so obviously that didn't really work out so well. And then what it means, uh, I, at least from what I'm able to glean, is that they will still be able to to fight the ruling and they'll still be able to maybe at some point bring it in front of the Supreme mm. Court and all of that. But in the meantime, anyone that is newly enrolling into the military will be turned away if they are transgender. This country remains trash. And then there are about 900 to like 1,000 transgender people already in the mm -hmm. military who will essentially not be affected. Yeah. They're not <sighs> being kicked out, but... The whole thing's just fucking shitty. The whole thing is very bizarre. It's mm -hmm. very strange. Like, someone wants to dedicate their yes, life to... Defend our country, then why not let them? Right. I saw a trans soldier actually that had, had an awesome shirt. I don't know if you saw it. She said, I fought for your right for you to hate me. There you go. Sums it up right there. Many other countries, including like uh, Israel, yeah. allow transgender right? people in the military. If you want to fight? Go ahead. So it just <laughs> makes zero, zero sense. And I feel like they said the same thing about women when women mm -hmm. were going to be integrated into the military. And like, why? I mean, why would you join the military? Yeah, no exactly. But, <laughs> but, really, though. But why? But if you someone... want to, go right on ahead. Well, I think part of this, not only obviously from transphobia and people are afraid of what they don't know, but I think a big part of it stems from the healthcare side of it, mm -hmm. where for whatever reason, we're in this climate now where people think they can determine what healthcare other people receive. Uh-huh. And someone being a transgender individual and going into the military, they may or may not be on hormones, by the way. It doesn't necessarily mm -hmm. mean that. They may or may not decide on gender reassignment surgery while they're in the military. It doesn't mean they will. But because of this fear that somehow your tax money is paying for someone's health care. Yeah. And you don't want to pay for their health care, so they shouldn't be in the military. Like, what the fuck? Who told you... Ugh. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Have no. a seat. Yeah. Oof. That some people. Yeah, please pour some more wine mm -hmm. before I start taking myself too seriously yes. and I just go off, go off the list. <laughs> they don't want to pay for someone's birth control. So if you are employed by someone who offers health insurance, which good luck, by the way, because that's yeah. disappearing in this country anyway. 
But if you're employed by someone who doesn't believe in birth control, then they can deny you mm. accessibility to birth control on your healthcare plan simply because you work for them. <sighs> what? What if they don't believe in aspirin? Right? I mean, I mean seriously, bullshit. Though. You know, like I'm not having it. Ugh. Mm-mm. Trash. It's all, it's ridiculous. This is why healthcare should not be tied to your employment. Healthcare should mm. not be tied to your yearly income. Mm. Healthcare should not be tied to what you do for a living. No. It needs to be unwound yes. from the system entirely. <sighs> Drink. I'm over it. <laughs> I have some happier upfront news I forgot <laughs> to mention. Shout Thank out to God. our podcast partner, Chase Cassidy, for doing his first live show yes. in Charlotte, North Carolina. That's right. It was yesterday. He was texting me when I was going to sleep this morning, and he was still coming off the high of it because he was afraid there would be only 10 people there, he said, and over 100 people showed up. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. He sent me a cute little video. He sent me the link to it. So good oh. job for Chase at the Cookout Podcast. Yes, there are good things <laughs> happening in this world. <laughs> we had to reel around somehow before we got to shave. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, it got me all wound up, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> this wine is very sweet. It is. It's very sweet. <laughs> I was surprised you got Moscato, actually. I'm like, this is different. Uh, but I probably picked up the wrong bottle. <laughs> I'm like, he's never gotten Moscato. He doesn't like sweet wine. This is very different. What's going on with you this week? Yeah. Who are you and where is my partner? It's very sweet. I don't like it. Celebrity shade. <laughs> wine shade. <laughs> <laughs> All kinds of shade. Alcohol shade, celebrity shade. We yeah. tune into the right show, kids. All right. So I will admit that when I first started seeing and there are so many of them all these billboards all over town for the masked singer i honestly i was like what what the fuck in the what the furry hell is going on yeah because they do yeah but they don't even look like furries they look like bondage furries yes or like like the bad ones futuristic (laughs) killer furries or something like they they look look like that fucking deer yeah, Ooh, that was out of my nightmares. Creepy. Straight out of American Horror Story. Yeah, that was definitely like creepers. And so I was like, what the fuck? I don't want to watch this creepy this? ass shit. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, but they're going to sing and you have to guess who they are. And I was like, that is even dumber. <laughs> like, I could not get behind it at all. And then, of course, Jenny McCarthy is one of the panelists. Which is like, like, which is so oddball. I'm like, hmm? Yeah, what the fuck is she doing there? I don't even know! <laughs> don't, what is she doing on anything, first of all? Well, it's true. But... <laughs> and there's like 15 of them that are yeah, on I mean, that judges panel. It could just Very be Nicole bizarre. Scherzinger. <laughs> I mean, that should be Yeah, because Robin Thicke is on it, too. Yeah. Just have those two. <laughs> and then, like, one other person from, like, behind the scenes. Just an oddball cast of... Very... The whole thing, you're like, What? <laughs> This is strange. You know it was one of those, okay, we're going to take a chance on this shit, but we're not spending any money on talent. So, what celebrities need a job right now? Right. That is not going to cost us a lot of money to have them as hosts. But, (laughs) yeah, exactly. And and I just thought, like, who 
said this would be a great idea. Like, who was like, who was at this pitch meeting? You know, Nick Cannon. Obviously, uh, but... <laughs> oh yeah, and it's also hosted by Nick. Yeah, there are so. It was many... his idea. Well, I mean, the, it's. I guess it's been a long running show in like Japan or something of forever. Course. So he got wind of it and thought it'd be a great idea for America. Okay, so that makes a little more yeah. sense. And yeah, but wow. So randomly enough, I was over at a friend's place, and he was like, "Oh my god, you will not believe this show!" and <laughs> started only just playing like the performance. Yeah, and you know the little packages that they do that are on YouTube. Like mm-hmm. you see the performance, and then they try to like guess who it is. Yeah, and there's like a little thing before where they give clues, mm-hmm. and their voice is disguised or whatever. I could not believe... I mean, A, it's all fake, because there's no way they're singing under that mask live. And, like, some some of them have backup. Yeah, no, that's definitely a a pre-recorded situation happening. But for all of that, and for, you know, for the fact that they look like they could fall over at any moment... (laughs) Right, they really do. You suddenly, you're like, who the fuck is this? Because it does, some of them, their voices do sound really familiar. Yeah. And you're like, wait, who the fuck is this? And And some of them are actually really good. And you're like, okay, wait. Yeah, really not. Yeah, like, this isn't a singer, clearly. Mm -hmm. So who is this that has this unknown talent that I never knew about? Right. And then you're hooked. (laughs) Yeah. I saw the poodle perform Heartbreaker. Mm -hmm. And then there there was one that was a peacock that performed... Who was really good, but mm-hmm. his song choice was very weird. But then it made sense when he was revealed as Donny Osmond. Oh, yeah. There's a B on there that no one could figure out who it is. I feel like I know who it is, but they've already guessed, and it can't be that person if they're already guessing it. Who are you thinking it is? Because I, I think it's Gladys Knight. That's what I was going to yes. say. Because of her clues. Because at first, right. everyone's like, oh, it must be Lil' Kim. I'm like, that's too no. obvious it would be Lil' Kim. And Lil' Kim can't sing like that. Well, no, that's the thing, though, because I just saw the chandelier performance. Yeah. And my friend Jarrell literally was like, no, remember Lil' Kim on this album like had this song where she sang and her voice sounds like this. And I'm like, wait a minute, this sounds vaguely familiar. It wasn't a single. Mm-hmm. But I was all, hold on. And he's like, it was called this. And I went back and I'm like, shit, it does kind of sound like her. Fuck, maybe it is. But then it said that she's been like, and since she's like the 50s, so that excluded her. Yeah. Out. But I was yeah. like, fuck, it does kind of sound like it. I'm confused now. No, it's, But that's what it does. Yeah, <laughs> it makes you right. like... You're, you're in it like, who the fuck is that? Like, you know... <laughs> It's someone that you know. And yeah, after watching the poodle perform a couple times, she only had a couple performances. Yeah. Perfect. And then you found out it was fucking Margaret Cho. Which I wouldn't have even guessed that. I definitely would not have guessed And she that. wasn't even the worst. Like, oh, at all. no, like, she was good. Yeah, I was all. Mm-hmm. She can sing? Mm-hmm. Who, again, who knew? It's like fascinating. It is. I'm completely addicted and hooked. Mm-hmm. So. See? <laughs> It worked. It's just like tuning into this show for the first time. Right. You think it's going to be like, such, so stupid and a shit show, and then you're just hooked. Because it is. Because it is. And that show it's is, It's just too. so crazy enough to get you hooked <laughs> and fascinated to where you can't shut it off. Exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah, that show is kind of a shit show. Like, it is all over the fucking place. <laughs> I mean, the fact that Jenny McCarthy's even... The fact that Jenny McCarthy's on the fucking like thing, it, it's ridiculous. Judging anything. And it's so over the top. And like I said, sometimes they can't even really move so like whenever the bee performs they just move around yes her. <laughs> and Terry Bradshaw on uh, that deer costume would just stand there all yeah, stiff that's terrifying so yeah I am completely 
addicted. <laughs> Sorry if I spoiled the first four episodes of you. Well, it's all online yet, anyway. It's all been it's all been online for the last four weeks. Right. I just been sleeping on it because I thought it was stupid, dumb. Yeah, and now there there there's a couple See? people still left to it because they're sort of at the final three or four now. Mm. Um, there are a couple people still left to like the bee. There's the rabbit. Who's really good as well. Really? The, but also his costume is scary. Okay. It's like a rabbit, but it has like metal pieces in its face. And like I don't know. Who decided <laughs> to like... Uh, yeah. I don't know. Really, really fun. Just aside from being yeah. completely fucking weird. It's a nice distraction about what's, <laughs> with what everything else going on in the real world right now. Okay, so with that out of the way, the one nice thing we're actually going to say during the entire show... Can you break down the craft drama? Yes, that I was for just us. was just landed in my yes. lap on the way here to the studio. Well, if you don't remember the craft, the craft is like what nineties, like, like mid nineties, like ninety four, ninety five. Yeah, like witch movie. I'm sure yes. you fucking know what you the craft is. You should fucking know what the fuck the craft is. Like, light as a fucking feather, as if it's a board. Yeah, it's a fucking classic. Yes, it was like Heather's meets witchcraft. It was great. Mm-hmm. So, Rachel True, who is the black witch, there were three white, one black, recently came out, and by recently, I mean today. <laughs> <laughs> like, hours ago. Calling out, and she was very classy about it, convention, she said, I think it's very funny that Nev Campbell, Robin Tunney, and Faruza Balk, who apparently came out of hiding in Hollywood, because <laughs> she... Has not been in the scene at all. Yeah, she's been out of She became a, a Wiccan mm-hmm. because of the movie and said that she hates Hollywood and was very scarred by it. So, because she'd been acting since she was like a kid. But she said she, she thinks it's very funny that they are, these conventions, she said, are booking the other three witches and not her. She said, sounds about white. Then, some fans figured out what convention she was talking about. Because this is the internet uh-huh. and it's 2019. It was, Horror Hound was the latest convention. I guess this has been going on for a while now. And their dumbasses responded. I always said, my grandmother always said, a hit dog will holler. Mm-hmm. Y'all have just heard that saying. It is a southern saying, and it means that if there's a pack full of dogs and you throw a rock at it, the one that feels it, it's going to bark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because if you're not touched by something, you're not going to respond to it. You don't have a guilty conscience about right. it. Right. Well, whore hound, oddly enough, barked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when she didn't mention them by name. No, she said she was not going to mention any names at all. And then <laughs> said, yeah, she's not booked because that was completely uncalled for. She's like, uh, y'all booked them months prior to your convention. Don't try to act like I said something. Mm-hmm. And also, what, how dare you call out our racism publicly? <laughs> like, what the, What response? First of all, it makes no sense. Think about how we feel about right? racism. <laughs> God. <laughs> and then, so more tea came out that I knew nothing about. Fans chimed in in her support. Good job, Internet. Yes. And said, you know, I always... Oh, because she said, yeah, you know, it's funny because this has been happening even since the press junkets when the movie was getting released. Uh-huh. And someone said, yeah, <laughs> I actually remember at the MPV Movie Awards that you were in the audience while the other three girls 
We're presenting an award. Okay. So first of all, let's like peel back the layers of this. Okay. <laughs> I love that pop culture and the things that we love. I love that they're so burnt into our minds. Yes. That like 20 fucking years later, we're like, wait a, wait minute. a minute. I thought this is odd. <laughs> Second of all, imagine being in a movie and getting invited to Mind the you, it's not like she was a small role. She was the fourth witch. She had equal billing with Nev fucking Campbell. Uh-huh. But imagine <laughs> getting that invitation and going probably didn't walk the carpet with them right probably i mean i guess i don't, <laughs> I guess, I don't even know now we have to go find out now i'm the, curious <laughs> someone please google the full rendition of the 1995 mpd yeah. movie award so we can go back and see what's happening and then just seeing them on set like did she that would know? feel horrible did that's they like tell us her? getting a podcast award and only one of us going up <laughs> going up while the other one is sitting in the audience <laughs> And you didn't even know. Right? Like, <laughs> I didn't even fuck? know we were voting. Wow. Like, also, I'm just so curious about. I'm saying this. Yeah, fuck the conventions. But also, um, the other three girls didn't say anything about where the fuck is she at? Why is she not invited? You're not getting us unless she can come? That part. I mean, let's not overlook that. Right. Perhaps back in the day when they were all just, you know, newish, whatever, they didn't know what was going on, they were mm-hmm. told to do something. Whoop-de-doo. Now all y'all broads are over here getting money off these conventions mm-hmm. and not making a stand for this? Right. Or, I mean... Or even reaching out to see, because maybe they're lying and saying, you know, like, oh, yeah, she said she could mm-hmm. do it. She was booked. Why would you not reach out to her and be like, hey, like, you haven't been to these last three right. conventions that we've all been at. Like, where have yeah. you been? Or do they not keep in touch at all? Are they not in contact? Are they... I just feel if we're a part of something... That's that. Yeah. I get if you're like in a music group and you, you're together for years and there's a falling out. Right. You're being recognized for this one movie you guys are in that you're being asked about. Mm-hmm. I mean, Why? it's not like I've heard any rumors of her being yeah, some exactly. kind of crazy bitch. Exactly. So, you know, I can't <laughs> so I'm just really like, imagine why. Now I'm really curious to see. Now I'm sad I Nev Campbell. <laughs> oh, and, and the others, but. I mean, unless they didn't I, like her. I'm like, that's annoying though. You got pissed when we got separated on the red carpet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were not happy about Mm-mm. that. Mm-mm. <laughs> and that's another funny behind-the-scenes yeah. story. Yeah, you know what? I'm seeing uh, not only in the posters for the movie, she's there. She's on the cover of the fucking yes, movie. Yes, she is part she's of on the, the D- She's on the cover of the DVD. <laughs> she, it's yes. not as though she... She was just like... Isn't and the first movie still that comes up? There are three of them, but she's one of them. Yeah, like it's not she like had a very prominent role in the movie, and the movie tackled racism with her character. It did, yeah, yeah. It's not as though she was such a minor character that no, you know, she like, and Liv oh. Campbell literally had the exact same amount of screen time. They were the exact same billing as far as characters go. Right? Is this not crazy? It is, and all strange. these years later, too. Like what the right. And God yeah. bless the internet for coming to her defense. I love it. And good for her for putting this bitches on blast. Okay. And being so, no, this is what I love about the internet, because someone could have said this 15, 20 years ago, and someone's like, oh, someone's just being bitter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh-uh. She put this out there, said, I'm not going to mention any names, and the internet was like, uh-uh. Horror hound fest. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, you may want to be classy, but not me today. Yep. These bitches did it. Okay. 
She was in Half Baked. She was in Oh, she's nowhere. had a long, thriving acting career. She was on Half and Half yes, on for UPN. Tons of seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's, she's been, acting. been working and acting. It's not like she disappeared. <laughs> no, something. she's been working. Yikes. Hollywood it still looks so exactly the same, too. Lucky she does. God, Hollywood is rough. Right. Rough. And still is. Like, that's crazy. 2019. And this shit's still going on. <sighs> and even though, you know, obviously racism doesn't exist, but even, even though... <laughs> I just, like I said, I've never, ever heard a crazy story about her. No. Like, I've never heard her about her being unprofessional or, like, whatever. I just, I've, she's just been maybe, constantly maybe working. Maybe she's not <laughs> so. I don't know. But I've never Who heard anything though? bad about her ever. <laughs> yeah. And so I just... Clearly, she's still been consistently working right, for a reason. Right. That's that, too. And like I said, it's just make, it does we're gonna, make We're going to power wonder. through this wine. Yeah. Because <laughs> if we don't drink it, no one else is going yeah, to. Yeah, that's true. The Keep things pouring. we do for you guys. Yeah, it's a really big bottle of wine, yeah, It is. It's gigantic. You would pick up the wrong giant bottle of wine. I would. Wine. It wasn't a normal size <laughs> Ridiculous. We're going to make Yeah, it and you know what? I think you're right. I mean, I, I kind of remember, like, as far as everyone being a part of it, I kind of remember vaguely, I'm not a, a huge fan, watcher of RuPaul's mm. Drag Race. I know, gasp. But I do vaguely remember one of the queens, I don't even fucking know who, but one one of them was like, we're all, we've all been in this together. We, mm. We're now sisters. Yeah. So that's it. Whether you like everybody here, mm. whether you don't like everybody here, this is the season that we were all on. And we're representing the season. And and now, yeah, where wherever we go, from what happens from now on, we were on whatever mm. season it was. Yeah. And I thought that was really yes. apt because... Again, it doesn't even matter if you like those other queens. Like, you were all a part of it. You're part of this and part of the viewer's experience Mm -hmm. with you guys collectively being involved. About the fans. If I went to see the craft reunion, however they're billing it, those bitches, I would be like, (laughs) what happened? What happened to Rachel? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what's going on? I just can't believe, I can, but I just can't believe that this shit is still going on, though. It's just ridiculous. Like, yeah. I had a fun racism moment this week, though, I will say that. I've had Ooh. a very rough week, but this was a shining moment. So <laughs> I'm closing down my restaurant, and there's these very white broish guys, and then one of them says the N word with an ER. No. Not to me, but I was walking by, clearing people out, and then. I hear his friend say, hey, man, you can't say that, blah, 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 blah. He says it louder. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> I about-faced. I turned to my staff member. I said, hey, these guys have a tab open. No, they're closed out. Gentlemen, it's time you guys to wrap it up. I started taking all their beers. Uh-huh. They were still full. Lights are up. You're like, you gotta like, go. Hey, what's going on? I'm like, time for us to wrap it up. What do you mean, bro? What do you mean? I said, this nigger's kicking you out of his restaurant. You can leave now. Oh <laughs> my god. My staff looked like it was like a record screeching to a halt. 
they're like, whoa, we're really sorry, we're really sorry. I said, no, it's fine. I Thank you so much for your patronage. It's time for you guys to exit over here. And then the douchebag had, like, one of our hats on his head. And I was like, hey, did you pay for that? By what? By, he's like, I'm pretty sure it's so much, so I put it on my head. Like, well, I'm taking it off your head. Thank you so much again. Um, you can leave. And then I'm closing the doors. And let me tell you his, the last thing he said to me. By the way, I wasn't saying that to you or anything. I was just talking about a story. So fucking wild. As if that makes anything any better! Yeah, no. Because you're not one of those. Oh, yeah. Please. Uh, it felt really good kicking him out, though. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Oh, my God. I do love the power sometimes, I have to say. In cases like that, I'm like, yes. Yeah, I mean, good for his friends for being like, hey, that's Don't say this. Not cool, but... And I will say his friends did seem very, like, shocked and like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. Especially after I said the word very loudly to them. <laughs> 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 that's the best part. I'm sure they were all like... <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. That happened this week. People are stupid. And fuck you, horror hound. We will not be in any panels okay. at your convention. Not that you've asked us. Not that you ever asked me to go on, at least. <laughs> Wait, you didn't get the email before? We <laughs> <laughs> have our logo being photoshopped out. They're not flying you out? Come on. <laughs> We've been booked for months, I thought. <laughs> well, Richie Rich couldn't be here, but. Oh my god, wow. Could you imagine being like, so yeah, so our plane's departing tomorrow? I'm like, what plane? <laughs> oh, For wow. the panel that we're on. You didn't get the email? Nope. Wow. Yeah. Not cool. You know what else is not cool is the fucking Oscars, yet again, failing to nominate a single female director. They're always failing to include somebody, I, I mean, swear. It's <laughs> I feel not... like it's like every year it's like, oh, fuck, we left out the black people, so <laughs> let's do nothing but black people this time. Oh, wait, shit, we forgot the women this time. In a small defense of the Oscars, there are very, very, very few films directed by women, so, you know, yes. there are slim pickings, but you did have some very critically acclaimed films that came out, like, what? what was that? Where did that even come from? What was from? that? I don't even know! <laughs> that was just weird. This podcast will self-destruct in 10, right? What nine. is happening? Oh, really, what was that? I'm so confused. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... So, uh, this has obviously not been looked over by, uh, what's her name, Tessa Thompson from mm -hmm. Thor Ragnarok and yes. the upcoming Men in Black, who challenged everyone in Hollywood to work with a female director in the next 18 months. Get people involved. Yes, and working. Uh-huh. <laughs> And not being discriminated against. Oh, because against. it's not as though it's not as though they'll be hiring people who are inexperienced. Yeah, or no. Hiring just any random person off the street. They'll be hiring people who are very yes. good at what they do. It'll just be they that just they don't won't get be not hiring them because of their gender or skin tone. They just don't <laughs> get the same opportunities because, you know, Hollywood too. And I, I don't know that a lot of people realize, like, especially with different productions and different movies. Like, once you're kind of on a, a crew and you've worked with some people mm -hmm. and you've done like. Let's say you've done one of the, the big movies, any of the big Marvel yeah. movies. 
you're likely to be part of the crew for another one mm-hmm. or another project yeah. that those people are also working on. So if you don't get looped into that, no matter how good you are, or even if you're friends with them, mm-hmm. if you don't get hired on that movie, you don't you don't get the next one and the next one mm-hmm. and the next one. And it's very tight-knit like that. So I think it's a fantastic idea. Absolutely. What else? I can't believe we're even talking about Tommy Lauren, Tommy whatever. La- Someone who has the most idiotically spelled name, which yes. is perfectly suited to who this individual is. You know, that blonde mess. The girl, whenever something happens, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's just sitting at her fucking... Well, she's not anymore because she got fired from her show. But <laughs> she's sitting at that goddamn desk with her fucking hair, literally whining like a child. Mm-hmm. She's always she always has to jump on anything Ugh. that's happening and yeah, she's really fucking annoying. Like Any- us but evil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she, following up from our story last week about how Cardi B urged people to get involved about this fucking shutdown because mm-hmm. it's just not fair. <laughs> right. And the people who need to be involved who know how to do things of that nature, because she admitted that's not her lane. She doesn't know how to fix it. But Someone it needs should. to be fixed. Yep. <laughs> Whoever knows how to do it needs to fucking get this shit together. Which, by the way, it did. <laughs> so Cardi B fixed the shit. <laughs> She's slowly uh, making me fucking like her and it's pissing yeah. me off. Yeah. But, um, right. so after her video that we talked about last week, Tommy Lauren went to her Twitter and said, Looks like Cardi B is the latest genius political mind to endorse the Democrats. Ha, keep it up, guys. <laughs> and Cardi B just responded with, Leave me alone, I will dog walk you. <laughs> <laughs> Which normally, like threats of violence and whatever, I would I would say that's a very immature response, but oh my god, yes. But Cardi even B. the fact that she didn't call her a bitch, no. like she didn't go on this long rant, it was just Leave me alone, mm-hmm. I will dog walk like, you. I will fucking kick you. It's ass. like that one whiny bitch that you don't like and you're having a bad day and you're just like, you know what? Can you please just step the fuck away from mm-hmm. me? Mm-hmm. Stop, I wasn't Stop. talking about you. Why are you talking about me? Move. I will I will drag you across this room right now if you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> so then Cardi B, I had to bring this up because the whole exchange is great. And then Tommy says, I'm sure you would. Still doesn't make your political rambling any less moronic. Hashtag build that wall. Cardi B said, What? How is she be more intelligent than half of these people in power? She said, you're so blinded with racism that you don't even realize the decision the president you root for is destroying the country you claim to love so much. You are a perfect example of, of no matter how educated you are, how smart you think you are, you're still a sheep. Again, never consider nope. her Just a very her educated clapback. On her shit. Yes. This is my favorite part. One of Tommy's followers decided to <laughs> come in Cardi B and said... Are you gonna pay for my insurance? And do I get my and do I get to pick my doctor and my own plan? Do you hear about this part? <coughs> oh, this is the best part, kids. Cardi B responded with, I'm paying about four million dollars in taxes this year, so most likely I am paying for your insurance. <laughs> <laughs> That's if your favorite president doesn't take my, my my tax money for his wall, Mr. Mr. Whitebread. Okay. I can't argue with her. No. <laughs> I mean, bitch yeah. is making some great points. <laughs> and is it even pulling like the typical, I'm going to attack another celebrity. Like, no, she's actually doing this for a cause, and I just really can't get mad at it. I fucking love it, it's especially because, again, we're just sort of in this climate where 
people really glom on to whatever is going on in, in the, you know, the headlines and, you know, I know we talk about what's going on on Twitter and shit like that, but at least we, like, we try to yes. sort of get beyond the propaganda of it mm-hmm. all and be like, mm, no. Yeah. So that's what Cardi B was doing with the stupid fucking shutdown. Yes, it's like literally. All of this and dumbass being very propaganda. Blatant doesn't get to the issue yeah. of these people are now This is what's happening. People aren't getting paid, and that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Jesus. She also called out some some feminist on Twitter, because she released a video where she oh, and a bunch of women are, yes, like, naked, and they're, like, body-painted, and they're, like, twerking around. Like, yeah, twerking does nothing yeah. for feminism. She said, actually, we're doing what we want to with our bodies. Okay, that <laughs> What is we want to, language. how we want to do it, and it still means that you... Can't touch us. <laughs> that no still means no. And not only that, but the context is completely 100% different. When Cardi B and her friends are running yes! around in their thongs or naked or however they fucking want to be, it's not because they're parading around with one man in the center no! of them. There was no man. Say, no, it's all women. <laughs> yeah, there was no man. They're not doing this for a man. Yeah, so I actually got into a whole back and forth. Yeah. God, I guess I'm becoming a fan. <laughs> because... Uh... I, because someone was like, well, it's still really a really male gazy video. And I said, you know what? Oh, no. I'm like, how about this? You can't control what a man is going to look, is going to look at and be sexually satisfied at. Or However, or, let's right. rewind it back to the days when an ankle was sexually objectifying mm-hmm. women. Seriously. And then, let's go to That's the 30s right. and 40s. With oh, you can't show her navel. One piece bathing suits. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. It was scandalous when a bare midriff was there. Now, mm-hmm. we don't think about it. Right. Because it's a body. You have to do something to make something evolve to be normal. So many things that were thought were scandalous even 25 years ago aren't anymore. Right. Well, and all of that still was from the male gaze. Yes, exactly. Oh, because you might excite the men so right? much that they'll rape you. It's like, like, what no, the fuck? It's like, you're going to desensitize everything is what's happening and make everything normal. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like, look at... Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's exactly what it is. It's, oh my god. Remember, you can't even show a butt on TV, and now you can see mm-hmm. damn near everything now. And what happened? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you making something taboo is what's making someone be more intrigued by it. You putting what? something out in, the, out in the open, where everyone's just used to it, like mm-hmm. everyone in fucking Europe, <laughs> right. no one's going to fucking think anything about it. Well, and, and if they do, yeah. it doesn't give them permission to do anything. And that, and that's the thing too. They're like, but not only that, it's like just because you and your friends like want to frolic around in bathing suits or mm. whatever, you know, maybe it's hot out, right? But also, like, <laughs> you just because you're doing that, it is not just for the pleasure or of a man. No, like, you're because you're, you want to fucking do it. Your if that's your perspective, like that is your shit to deal with mm-hmm. because. Not everything has to do with will this attract a man or like it. Yeah. No, it doesn't even factor in. Really, it shouldn't at all. So yay, Cardi B. Right. Good for her. Talk about a stripper with a come up. <laughs> well, which talk- is also a position of power. Yeah, for sure. Like, oh, the men! The men are giving money to these women that they can't touch unless the woman wants to be okay. touched by them. Oh my god! Talk yeah. about a bunch of dummies. <laughs> oh, oh honey, if you Straight want a lesson men. in 
you know, a a businesswoman. Seriously, talk to any stripper. Uh huh. Because she got more money than you do. Oh, absolutely. And it's cash. <laughs> <laughs> She's not building that wall. They're with her fucking tax money. Okay. She's like, I, mean, I kept that 40% for right. myself. What are you talking for about? For shaking something and showing something <laughs> that you can't fucking touch, but you're paying me mm-hmm. to not touch me. Yeah. Also, this week. Someone that we would love to love, but we really only love her when she's being a complete fucking mess, is Lindsay Lohan, (laughs) who, to her credit, never fails to deliver. I mean, she's extremely entertaining all the time, be it good or bad, but... It's her sincere lack of awareness that is the most Uh jaw-dropping. I mean, I I, I, like... It's unbelievable. So she's got this new reality show out, Mm -hmm. which I don't, no one's talking about it. It's a piece of shit. No one cares. Mm -hmm. But because of the show, obviously, we, you know, there are clips, Mm -hmm. lots of clips of her looking very much like the lighting crew from RuPaul's Drag Race season one. Vaseline all over that camera. The show. Season one. Not season now, because season now is like they got a lot of money. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god, did you see the latest preview for their new new uh, no. season? Uh-uh. Holy shit, it looks like a million dollars was spent on that <laughs> fucking promo. Really? Yes. I mean, they always make the queens look really good. Yeah. They've always got them in the studio with the lighting, but they've got these giant fucking props, like make makeup <laughs> brushes that are like the size of human beings and <laughs> I mean, it look you know, like they they move the little blusher around and uh-huh. powder flies off of it. <laughs> oh I mean, my it god, I have to see this after the show. Wild. <laughs> so much money going into that show now. If you guys want a gag, go back and rewatch that season one. You do oh, it. Oh yeah, it's do great. It. Do it. So anyway, they've got Lindsay looking, yeah, real greased up on the show. And there are little clips coming out and things mm-hmm. coming out. But also, apparently, she owns a beach. Yeah, that's opening. Wait, that we now know is not going to open until the end of May. Right, which you probably do. You know why this me somehow? Yeah. Let me tell you how we know that this is this beach that she owns is opening <laughs> at the end of May because whoever is running the social media account for the beach for the beach, which isn't will, open to the public. No, let someone take a picture. Well, take a picture of someone on the beach, which I guess should be vacant. Right. And she said, well, she... mind you, on the social media account. So, so this beach has its own Instagram. Yes. And I guess they're supposed to just take pictures of nobody being on the beach. Uh, and because they're going to do a grand opening and whatever. Yeah. But someone got on the beach, and so they posted a picture of it. Yes. And then in the comments... Lindsay Lohan popped in there. Not, <laughs> I didn't even, like, text the person who's running the account. Pops on there saying, take this down, it's disgusting. <laughs> Plus, we don't open until the, <laughs> the end of May. It's stupid you would do this. <laughs> I will shut this account down now if you don't. And... You know, she doesn't even know the password. Right? <laughs> Not did we on our own account. <laughs> Funny story about before the show started. And then she gave me... My line for oh, the tw- rest of 2019 when I want someone removed from my situation. Erase this random person at my beach. <laughs> Erase this random person at my beach. In the comments. <laughs> on Instagram for 
everyone, everyone to, to see. see. Like, did she think she was emailing this person? I don't or... even know. Oh, my God. Does she know people can see her comments on Instagram? Uh, Does she know what Instagram is and how know what it life works? Is. Yeah. <laughs> also, the picture was of some very pretty girl yes. in a red so bikini. That's what she's probably jealous about. Let's be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, next time I'm bothered with someone, like a racist person at my beach. <laughs> I want them removed. I will delete this account. <laughs> right now if you don't. This is disgusting. <laughs> Fuck. Plus we don't even know up until the end of May. <laughs> it's not even a beach yet. Like she, like she owns some nightclub and someone invited their friends to come in and drink. What are you, what are you doing? We don't, just, we don't even open yet. I don't understand how the beach is even closed. I don't even so many questions. It must be private property or something, but it's like, it's the fucking beach. Like, we don't even know until May. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my life. Right. <laughs> what are you doing? We don't even know until May. Just like the mom yelling at her child about like, picking at like, the souffle. What are you doing? Get it not even till seven o'clock. <laughs> this is disgusting. You messed up my souffle. <laughs> Erase this random child out of my kitchen. People will see the kind of sand we have right. on the beach. <laughs> You're gonna give it all away. God, oh God the gift right. that keeps on giving, <laughs> Lindsay Lohan. They'll know it connects to the ocean. There'll be no surprises. Right, no surprises at all. <sighs> Uh, speaking of not being surprised, were you surprised at all when the accusations against Ryan Singer came out this week? No. Yeah. Were you surprised to hear that R. Kelly, another alleged sexual abuser over the last several decades, were you surprised to hear that he was living in his recording studio? That, yes. That was a little surprising. That was a little yeah. So... About them both. Uh, Brian Singer, new shit came about about him. He's, of course, denying it. I don't know if there'll be criminal charges or not with this one. He has had a whole bunch of shit going on with him because he was the one that brought, I guess to his credit, is the one that brought Bohemian Rhapsody to life. Mm -hmm. But also got fired during the making of Bohemian Rhapsody. And then has sort of been ignored... Afterwards. Yeah. Well, I guess they're rescinding the GLAAD nomination, yeah. which, fuck you, GLAAD, like you didn't know. A. We knew. A, this show has yes. known, has talked about right. it for years now. So if we know, y'all known. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why? I'm side eyeing you now, too, GLAAD. GLAAD and Nev Campbell. <laughs> yeah, right? Just, mm -mm. I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking at you squinty eyed right now. Like, uh uh. Yeah. Meanwhile, R. Kelly, whose management has left him, his PR people have left him, his record label has dropped him. And again, now, y'all knew. Well, that's because they're not making money off of exactly. him anymore. Well, that part. So, since he doesn't, well, I guess, does, uh, maybe the FBI has seized his home or something with where one of his harems is living, but Ugh. he is living in, or reported to be living in, his own recording studio, which, granted, he does own the studio, mm -hmm. but it is supposed to be a business that has operating hours, Yes, and is not supposed to be 
inhabit it. Yes. There are rules. And there's a bunch of code violations yes. and shit, and he owes, like, back taxes on it. Exactly. Ugh. He doesn't really own the place. He's a mess. His name is on it. His That's name is it. on a deed, but he doesn't. There you go. So uh, it was. The judge was basically like, "You're fucking living here, and it's it's not a residential building. You can't live here anymore." I I wish him an ounce of luck. <laughs> That's being. <laughs> That's being generous. Yeah, I did see going back to to Brian Singer, who uh, or Ryan Singer, sorry, uh, Brian Singer. No, it's Brian. Brian Singer. Yeah, Brian. Brian. <laughs> Brian. Can't even get his fucking Trash. name right. Can't even get his name right. Don't even need to. Um, I was seeing a lot. Well, I was seeing a lot, of course, on social media about. Oh, well, this has been going on for so long, then. As heard from the Richard Rich and Wester for show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> people are not believing it, or people, again, are saying that, like, to, you know, you kind of know what you're getting in for, into, and you go, you know, over to a director or producer's house, or, you know. That is bullshit. It was an open secret anyway, and, you know, a lot of people were using him as well, because they thought they could in the casting couch and being his his movie or whatever. And some of that could be true. You could be a mm -hmm. very wily 17, 16, 15-year-old, yes. uh, as uh, some of his alleged victims were, and maybe you are thinking you're going to, you know, make money off this guy mm -hmm. or get into one of his movies, but you're still young enough where it is a crime to have sex yes. with someone who is twice your age and Ugh. in their 30s. It's so even the most, right. even even if people were trying to scheme on him, right? Oh, please. It is still... It's gross. Gross, yes. And a crime. <laughs> FYI. So I really, uh, I have a really hard time with Brian Ryan. <laughs> Ryan Brian. Trash. I have a really hard time with, um, obviously remember his name, number one, but I have a really hard time with... Um, Like, what were we supposed to say? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. because I don't want to be like, oh, I was at those parties, but I was at I will. I'll fucking testify. I was, I was at those I parties. I had some time off of work anyway. Yeah, I was at some of those parties. I was at some of those parties. And that doesn't make me necessarily special or yeah. what have you, but uh, lots of people went to those fucking parties. But I will say there was a fucking creepy fucking vibe to him. Yes, it was him and a bunch of fucking children. And his children. fucking weirdo friends. No, yes. remember his weirdo friends? Yes. There was like You could a go group. to the fucking bayou. Yeah, I'm calling you out. Mm-hmm. Where they would let him and his little underage little friends come in there and mm -hmm. drink. And it would literally look like some uncle was taking out his nephews. Oh, yeah, they looked... They looked They looked 16. like children. Yeah. Yeah. And if they look 16... And everyone else got carded, but not them when they came in. Right. Fucking disgusting. Ugh. Yeah. So people perpetuate that. And it, like I said, it wasn't just him. He he has this uh, weird little friend with glasses mm -hmm. that he's always around. And then a couple other people, some of them even older than him, who are all sort of... They're like the ones that are... They're always together and like hanging out and doing their thing. And then like the whole... Everybody else mm -hmm. is like young and sort of like unaware. And then the this group... Sort of selectively pulls from so the crowd or does their little 
you know, because there are parts of the house that only they can get into or whatever. Oof. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, that's so gross. It is. But also, like, even for those of us that, like, truly experience it or whatever, and I'm not saying that, like, ooh, he wants to be or whatever. Mm. I'm smarter than that. But, <laughs> um... And I only, I only mean it, actually, I'm older than that. Yeah. Right, I'm like... <laughs> I just wasn't naive. Right. Um, to, naive enough to be, you know, victimized. Because it is victimization. And, it is. and it's not as though someone who's been a victim is stupid. It's just, I, what, I, what I mean is, like, I... My shackles are kind of always up. So, it, you know... For me, I guess I think I'm outsmarting them. Mm-hmm. Not not that a victim is not being smart. Yes. I'm outsmarting the mm-hmm. predator. Anyway, just to clarify. Um, it also was like, but what do you say? Like, how do you... Yeah. Like, it's not as though, what am I going to do? Citizen's arrest? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, Give me old man tons of money. Get over here. <laughs> you know, so so for all of those people that were there and have, you know, witnessed all of this, I do... I do I know a lot of people probably are grappling with, like, mm-hmm. what should I have done? Or, like, what should I have said? I still don't know the answer to all of that. Me either. You know, um, and I think in this sort of new era, I mean, obviously, you know, see something, say something. But, like, to who? What do I call yeah. FBI? I mean, what, like... Seriously, though. It's a weird... Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, there is good news in all this. Ish. Mm-hmm. He's not put away yet. But remember when Esquire magazine was gonna run an expose about him and then it got snatched mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it was never released? Yep. Atlantic magazine picked it up. Yep. Yep. Ugh. Yeah, that's where all these allegations came from. And I think that what's really interesting is we're not only seeing that. But we're now also getting the behind the scenes, behind the scenes yes. of like how shit gets published. Because Esquire, I'm sure, it being Oscar season and Bohemian Rhapsody and mm-hmm. all the shit, they probably got pressure not to run anything mm-hmm. about Yep. About him. And they obviously caved. And the Atlantic, who we haven't even heard of before, were like, fuck it. <laughs> we're running this shit. Well, it's like even Ronan Farrow, mm-hmm. you know, he's been turned down by NBC oh, yeah. Universal for things that he was, the whole Weinstein thing or Weinstein or whatever the fuck his name is. Um, I don't know trash. anyone's name right now. Everyone's trash. I've had too much Moscato. <laughs> this is uh, what happens. Yeah. Uh, like they didn't, they didn't, he had all that shit, like I think eight months before yeah. it even published. And the uh, original person that was going to, the publisher who was going to publish it sat on it. And then said they weren't going to do it. So for eight months, all that shit was... Just festering. Just festering and continuing to go. And then he just took it somewhere else. So that's that's even the behind the scenes behind the scenes, which is real crazy. Everyone's horrible. So, yeah, basically. <laughs> Ban Esquire. Ugh. It's but a boring magazine anyways. At least we know. Right? We got the story. <laughs> exactly. Well, we'll keep updating you on all the stuff. And uh, for anyone listening, I would be really interested if you were at any of those parties as well. Um, share your stories. Please do. Here. Come on the show. The, the only, like, like I said, I never, um, you know, 
they'll they'll pray to him just because my shackles were so raised. But the only time that I remember specifically interacting with him was this was the thing that he would do is he would find his one or two guys that mm-hmm. he wanted to, you know, serenade, let's say. And then he would take them around the house to show them his most expensive things. Oh my god, that's so douchey. Mm-hmm. So you, like, he'd take you out into the garage so you could see his, like... Car collection. Special German car that, you know, the steering wheel is on the other side. And oh blah, god, blah, blah, I can't. Or he would take you up to see his, like, you know, ooh, this poster was, you know, from France, and it's blah, blah, blah. Like... That that was how, but that's also how he would separate. Oh, ew, could... that's so gross. Uh, one time he took my friend in a room. This was my ex, actually. Ah. Uh, in a in a room that I didn't even know existed, where it was like <laughs> control. Yeah, where, I don't know, it was like some sliding panel. I don't know. But he took him in this room to like look at like stills from his upcoming movie, or like, oh, do you think this looks cool? Or like, but again, like literally separating him from the rest of the herd in this private room where he's alone and, like, trying to impress him with all this, you know, ooh, do you think this one looks cool? Or, like, do you like this? Like, as though he's going to... Oh, so And even even he said to me, even he was like, like, I'm going to be the one calling the shots for his next marketing campaign. You know? Right? (laughs) Like, (laughs) cut me a check or give me my opinion. (laughs) This shit costs money. But that's... That sort of was how his, his, you know, how he operated was, you know, getting people to, you know, separated and pulled aside and either showing them expensive Jesus. things that he thought would impress them or, you know, I think one time he showed me some Wolverine claws that he, that he had. Mm-hmm. What, to pounce down on the back of unsuspecting 14-year-old twinks? <laughs> That's his type, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I remember. I was like, so "Oh yeah, gross. these are these are right from the movie, The Wolverine Claws." Mm-hmm. Bleh. I was like, "Cool." Bleh. Yeah, I was like, "Have you ever thought about donating these <laughs> <laughs> to a cause like to a you cause? Know, Molested Children Foundation?" <laughs> Just saying. For real. Yeah, fucking creepers, man. <sighs> Don't let people take you into other rooms. Oh, come look at this. No, you no. Bring, bring it here. Yep. You bring it here. <laughs> I'll be here. You bring it out. <laughs> it's time for nerd news. <laughs> I don't even know what that was. <laughs> the uh, sugar in this wine is making your voice deepen, whoo. actually, because that was not nearly as high-pitched as it normally right? is. Yeah, something's going on. <laughs> Oh, man. There has not been a ton of nerd news lately. They have been so tight about this new Wonder Woman movie. I cannot get any... They haven't released any new images. They haven't released any anything. That seems to be their strategy. Granted, Nothing for long amounts of time, and then, like, a glimmer of something, and then nothing else. I know it's not coming out until 2020, but still. I feel like the first movie, we had a teaser poster mm-hmm. where even though the costume was the wrong color, we still saw <laughs> what was going on with the costume, yeah. you know? like, and, and, and I get it. You know, they don't want to oversaturate it, but god damn it. 
So the only thing we really got for Nerd News this week is... Uh, I'm nominated for an Oscar, y'all. Yeah. That's, um, Richie Rich is going to be accepting <laughs> on behalf of Wakanda for this Oscar nomination. Well, anything Black Panther happens, I'm like, so I'm doing this. <laughs> I can't believe we finished that giant fucking bottle of Moscato. Me either. It really just tastes like sugar, y'all. It does. We are doing the Lord's work for you guys. On the Lord's to, Day. I know we have to pop open a bottle of uh, of red for uh, just a, for the finale. Yeah. <laughs> just a stabilize this is a palate cleanser. Everything. Um, so Black Panther is nominated for Oscar, which a lot of people did not think would happen. They usually ignore these type of movies, and I know it could be political because they want people to actually watch the Oscars. They were talking about doing a best popular picture mm-hmm. here's my thing though take a sip it's about oh. to get shady so the oscars the sag awards the golden globes all of these award shows used to be private events mm-hmm. they were for i mean they were telecast whether it was yeah. on the radio or whatever but they were essentially private events it really was hollywood recognizing and i guess rewarding its own sure but it was more about the work and that didn't necessarily mean that your movie made a ton of money no and i think that when you have an award season and there are movies that do well specifically i'm thinking of some films that have won in the past um that people might not have even had the opportunity to see because it just wasn't available mm-hmm. in their theater. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, not all the films that uh, that that win are these huge... Yeah, blockbusters. Blockbusters. But by the time you see it on the Oscars, you could probably rent it or buy it or mm-hmm. see it on Netflix or whatever the fuck. So, it A, gives these movies, like, now that everything is televised, it gives these movies so much more of a promotion... But I also feel like I don't think for the Oscars or any of that stuff, like I don't think ratings should be the no. biggest. That That's the wrong mindset. Yeah, no. You know, because the people who are really going to watch the show anyway, no one's going to watch because Black Panther is nominated no. for an award. No one is going to watch no. because of that. Mm-mm. No one is going to watch because of whatever host you have or don't have. <laughs> it, it's because they want... To watch the Oscars. Yeah. That, that, it, that's, that's just what it is. It's my damn award. I'm not going to be watching. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, it sh- they should just cater to the, the people who really love movies. Or if you're going to watch the Oscars and you haven't seen these films, then when they make the nominations, you have time mm-hmm. to see the yes. films that are nominated. So I, I just don't think a ratings-based perspective is smart. At no. all. Because, A, it's not going to work. Everyone knows the Oscars are boring. That's fucked. There is nothing you can do Ugh. to make the Oscars a It's long, it's drawn out, it's boring, it's hoagie. Ugh, end it. But Black Panther was the kind of film that didn't just have a, a, a big heyday at the box office. It had a cultural moment. One hundred percent. And I would hope... <laughs> That is what is really... Uh, certainly, during the Oscars and any of the cast and crew, that is how it will be treated. Yeah. I just hope that the nomination was really based on that 
feeling mm-hmm. because that's what being a fan of something it touches you it does it it, it causes you to have some kind of emotional mm-hmm. reaction and and that's what the shows are really supposed to be about so yeah. i just hope that they're not just trying to cash in on but you know they are yeah because there's, no <laughs> there's no way they're gonna win no Sex question of the week. Uh, once again, you guys failed us on social media. Thanks. We asked all about your worst date experiences, hoping you would send us tales of your misadventures. And we had about 11 of you actually reply. So that's cool. That's cool. On Twitter, we did throw up a poll. We asked, have you ever had a date turn into a disaster? And shockingly, 73% of you said yes. And the other are lying. Well, uh, 18% said they don't date. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. I've been thinking about this all week. Richie Rich, do you have like a worst date experience? God. Um, I, I, I remember a date. Where I was just so turned off. It may have been a Brian Singer. I don't know. <laughs> um, no, he just kept talking. Okay, my biggest pet peeve with any type of new interaction, be it romantic or not, is speaking about wealth, material possessions, and what you do to try to impress me. Mm-hmm. Or just in general. Just yeah. Like, my, oh, I drive this kind of class ugh, of car, and it's a whatever thousand dollar so car. It's so fucking like, obnoxious, shit, and so I had to just, you know me, my attention span. Mm-hmm. I think at one point I'd be like, probably building a grocery list in my head, and thinking of a to-do list for the next day, and how can I get out of this day right now. Besides that, nothing really crazy really happens. I'm also extremely good on pre-screening. I'm not going to meet you in person Mm -hmm. unless I know I can tolerate you for the most part. So if we meet meet online or something, like back in the day when I was Mm -hmm. on random sites, then there'd be extensive conversation, numerous things exchange. I need to know that I can actually entertain myself if you're not entertaining me long enough to... Yeah. Get through it. Yeah. Or if we meet in person, then that's just a different story because... Yeah, I feel like with a date, maybe it's just in the gay community. I don't know, but... Like, to fuck somebody, whatever. But if you're going to go on a date with them, then you really bet. Because you got to spend time with Literally, them. Literally, yes. I mean, it's an investment. you got to have dinner with them. You have to talk to them. To, like, watch a movie. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely have had some really wild experiences, uh-huh. like, especially back in my <laughs> drug days. I just thought of one. <laughs> yes. Continue. No, it's a good ahead. one. No, 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 I'll, no. I will car. end it. Because you're going to die. Mm. I'm not sure, but I think I've shared this before on the show, but it was many moons ago. All right, don't forget <sighs> it. Oh, I won't. Uh, I will not. <laughs> I forgot about this. Like, I had some wild shit happen in my drug days, especially. Um, like, I remember, you know... Just, I you said drunk days. I'm like, no, now? I'm like, no, like, now? No, not a Moscato. <laughs> I mean, like, my drug days. Yeah. I remember... Uh, and again, not necessarily, like, going on, like, a date, you know? Because when you're fucking cracked out, like, you don't go on dates. <laughs> um, but I do remember one time, like, hanging out, you know, with, like, random people. Because when you do drugs, like... 
you're friends with anyone who does drugs. So, um, I remember, like, everyone was, like, horny because they're mm. high. Mm. And then, of course, it's, like, for whatever reason, because you're cracked out, uh, <laughs> even though you're all horny I'm on the side and, you're, and you're all high, even though everyone wants to have sex with each other, you still feel the need to, like, invite someone else over. Mm. And I remember specifically one time where and this was like sort of a first introduction to a couple people like I would I guess it was a date <laughs> if like doing drugs and having sex is a date and I remember and we were doing crystal meth by the way um <laughs> and I remember someone brand new coming into our whole scene of course we were already high and we used to, I didn't always uh, snort it because crystal meth is like very crazy on your nostrils. So. Really? Oh, God. Yeah, you don't snort that stuff. You I don't know, know about how any of this works. I'm so intrigued. So, I mean, you can. It's just shit. I mean, if you're doing bumps of crystal meth, like you're, you have like no nose hairs and no. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, shit. So we Jesus. would, we would, like a lot of people do, smoke it. So, you know, I like to, I have. You know, no problem with, oh, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. light that up, smoke it up. Well, it's kind of like smoking crack. You have this little glass. Oh, you have this little glass pipe. With a little bulb at the end? And you, a little bulb at the end. That's what that's for. Okay. And you drop. <laughs> I'm very naive about a lot of things, guys, so bear with me. It looks like a very large piece of salt, you know, like a salt grain, but really big. And you drop it in there, and then you heat it up and smoke it. Oh my god, I'm so like... So th- even that was like, <laughs> how did I get to this, to this point? point? See what I mean? Like, <laughs> shit. But this new individual came over and like, you know, obviously wanted to get a little wound up before, you know, everyone had sex. And I am not kidding you. At first he was like, oh, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some, but... Uh, is it okay if I just do it here because I don't want to go into the bathroom? And we were like, oh, you can do it out here. We're all high water. <laughs> Sat on my couch, kicked off his shoes, pulled out a bag, pulled from out... From his shoes? No, from... Oh! Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably. Probably. <laughs> this is how unaware about yeah. things I yeah. am. Yes. Continue. So he freed his foot up so he could take a needle... Inject himself between his toes. What? On my couch. Just kept like this is within five minutes of him entering my home. Uh What does that even do? Oh, what's it between your toes? It just gets you high faster. Between your who discovered this? You don't you don't do it in obvious areas because it leaves a little mark. Whenever you inject yourself with a needle, it leaves a little you know, puncture mark. It's just like any shot. So I'm black. I don't know these things. I <laughs> uh, look like a mole. Right? I'm like, what? Um, so you do it like in between your toes or like uh, in your feet because uh, if people don't see your feet or in between your toes because people don't see in between your toes. I am godsmacked right now. This is insane. Mm-hmm. So I would say that was a very strange, I don't know if it was the first date, but it was definitely... Wow. <laughs> An experience. Also, one of the... That probably was one of the times where, like, my mind was like, you know, you shouldn't be doing this. Like, you shouldn't... <laughs> that was that aha this moment. This should not like, This just isn't your... fun anymore. This isn't, this isn't what you want to be associating, your, associating yourself with. No, because everyone else was like... Like, it, it wasn't even happening. 
Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So... You know, something's wrong with this picture, and now I know that I need to stop this. I honestly, I will say, like, getting off drugs, especially, obviously, getting off crystal meth was... I don't know how I even fucking did it. I think it was just things like that, where it's like, yeah. I don't want to be the guy that goes over right to someone's off. house and casually shoots up on right. the couch, you know? Like, <laughs> I'm going to pride myself to not want to be that. Ooh, yeah. It was just like moments like that where it's like, this is wrong for you. Like, you know, bless. Yeah. Let but... them have their joy, <laughs> but... Ooh. Again, another re- reference yeah. to, you... to my grandmother. <laughs> you don't... Bless or bless their heart. <laughs> Means fuck this shit or fuck <laughs> yeah, that bitch in Southern. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Bless. Fuck yeah. this shit. Yeah, my own mind was like, you do not belong here. You do this. Mm. Uh, this is your home and you don't belong here. <laughs> um, but I guess like for a, uh, and I still want you to remember what you're going to end this with. So don't forget. Oh, I will not forget. Okay. Trust me. I can't forget this now. So um, an actual date <laughs> I'm, well, I'm just laughing yeah. because I know exactly what I'm going to say. Once I wasn't smoking crack, uh, an actual date that I went on, I remember meeting this guy. Uh, we had met at, like, an event. It might have been a bar or whatever, but I think it was, like, a mixer or an event or something like that. And um, he had asked me out and, like, got my number. And it was one of those things where, like, you kind of meet someone for, like, you know, a few minutes, but it's, like, the end of something, or, like, you have to go, or, like, whatever, and they're, like, let me call you, and you're, like, yeah, like, let's hang out, and you're, like, you like them enough, mm-hmm. where you're, like, yeah, sure, I would hang out with this person, or I would I would go out with this person, and, you know, so he asked me out, and I was, like, okay, cool, and then he was, like, well, I want to take you someplace really nice, and I was, like, oh, okay, that's cool, you know, maybe he's trying to be romantic or whatever, like, I'm not gonna... Well, Irish I... place... Call McDonald's. Yeah. Well, I wanna, I wanna take you to like a really fancy restaurant, and I was like, okay, that's it cool. It was an Irish place called McDonald's, <laughs> wasn't it? Uh, so you know, I get all dressed up. Obviously, th- you know there are plenty of four or five star restaurants in Los Angeles, and Los Angeles is home to some chains like McDonald's. Yeah, um, but. <laughs> When someone says they're taking you to a nice restaurant out here, they usually mean, like... A nice restaurant. A one-of-a-kind restaurant. Yes. Not the kind of restaurant There's that... not a chain in sight. There's one of them. Yes. And it has one chef. Or there's one here, and one in New York, uh, right. and another one in Miami. Right, right. <laughs> it's like, yes, exactly. Or, especially out here, too, they have a particular chef. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes the restaurant yeah. whatever, right? And so it's the more like the chef. So I was like, cool, you know, I was like, you don't have to take me out somewhere nice to impress me, I'm, you know, like, you don't need to do that. McDonald's is fine. Uh, no, McDonald's I'll is take not it, fine I'll take a dates. number two, yeah. large uh, McDonald's is not acceptable for a milkshake if the machine isn't broken. <laughs> <laughs> but, which it has been for the last, how many months? Years. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> So I get all dolled up and all dressed up and, you know, obviously this is preceded by a lot of messages and phone calls about our date and all the stuff. And he's taking me to this really nice restaurant and we roll up to Red Lobster. Oh, Jesus. Which, don't get me wrong, Red Lobster is not necessarily a cheap place. It's not fast food. It's moderately priced. It's moderately priced, but it is a chain restaurant. Yeah. And certainly... In L.A., not what I would consider a uh-huh. fancy <laughs> restaurant. But were those biscuits great or not? Before the biscuits even got there, he started talking about <laughs> now that we're dating. 
What? And how he only dates, you know, one person at a time. And if he's dating someone, then he's just dating them. No. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm looking at the lobsters in the tank like, guys, I feel you right now. Right? Well, may I join you, please? <sighs> yeah. He went from, like, zero to crazy with well, within about 10, 15 minutes after I realized we're going to Red Lobster. So, and again, nothing wrong with Red, Red Lobster. Red Lobster at all, no. It's just... Don't be crazy. Don't be then... crazy. And also, like, clearly you're crazy. Yeah. You think that is a fancy fucking restaurant. Just like, say we're going to Red Lobster. <laughs> not not going to complain. Again, I've, ne- I've never eaten there before. It's, it's good. I it's heard those bad. biscuits are bomb. Oh, yeah, the biscuits are good. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I've never eaten at Red Lobster before. It's good. Do you like seafood? Um, I like fish. I can't have shellfish. Oh, well, yeah. you're probably not gonna. I know. I just want to taste those biscuits, so they sound so tasty. I love cheese. They're literally called lobster biscuits. No, they're Cheddar Bay biscuits. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, they have, like, cheddar, and I don't know what else is in there. I think it's just cheese. I don't even know. Lobster biscuits. Anyway, yeah, so you would... Probably somewhere nicer than Red Lobster. (laughs) Wait. Yeah, I was gonna say you'd love their lobster mac and cheese. Oh, I guess. Oh uh, yeah, not at all. Yeah, no. right. yeah, there's no reason for you to go there. Oh, perfect. I'm, I'm missing nothing besides those fucking biscuits. Oh, right, the biscuits, maybe so. So yeah, it just you know from that. Oh, oh man. <laughs> and the crazy thing was because this was a few years ago, you know, before I like really fully realized mm-hmm. who I am. Oh, we actually did date for about two or three weeks. Oh, no. Yeah, I allowed him to sort of back me into this corner where, because I actually wasn't dating anyone else at the time, I was like, well, because it was, like, very weird questions. Like, well, who else are you dating? Well, when's the last time you've been on a date? And, like, it became very, and I was like, I'm actually not even seeing anyone at the moment. Like, he's like, exactly. Oh, no. Not the exactly. Yeah, just, yeah. I was kind of afraid to go home with him because I thought he might lock me in a closet or something. (laughs) So R. Kelly? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you weren't a 12-year-old girl. Never mind. So Brian Singer. Yeah, it it definitely got very weird very quickly. Um, I'm weirded out now, Jesus. Yeah. I tend to attract those kind of guys, to be honest. Okay, I need you to, to, yeah, we need to stop that. They just want to, like, capture you. That's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Stalkers, um, guys who were, like, in love on the first date. Um, yeah, that's, like, my, that's my bread and butter. All right, Richie Rich. Rich. <laughs> not my lo- uh, lobster cheese bread <laughs> and butter. <laughs> Okay, I think I, uh, I've yeah. I've told a few people the story. <laughs> There's really no way to go around it. <sighs> I went on a date with Elmo. Not the puppet. <laughs> the voice of Elmo. The voice of Elmo. Kevin Clash. <laughs> yeah, that was. It wasn't like a worst date. It was just. Different. How old were you at the time? No, this is literally just like okay. four years ago, five years ago. Yeah, he's also been a little wrapped up. In yeah, I didn't know about stuff. that till after the fact. Yeah, right. 
Truly one of the ones we didn't yes. know about. Yeah. Um, so how did you meet? How was We met online on a okay. site. A dating site, actually. Mm-hmm. And his name isn't Kevin Clash. It's something else. Right. Like his actual real name. And he, so he wants to hang out. I'm like, you know what? Whatever. I'm freshly out of a relationship. Time for me to date everyone. No one's turned down. Let me just explore my hair. You know how we all get. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, um, I'd really like to take you to this very nice restaurant. It actually was. In Beverly Hills. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Called Burger King. Was it Red Lobster? It was not. <laughs> and um, I lived in North Hollywood at the time with my then, well, ex-boyfriend. Because we were sharing a place for like a couple months after we broke up. <clears throat> and I'm like, okay. He's like, I'm like, I can drive down there and meet you there. He's like, oh, no. He's like, um, I'll arrange for a car to pick you up. Oh, fancy. So he got me... A navigator mm-hmm. to come to my apartment to pick me up to take me to his house here in Beverly Hills. And did that signal anything for you? Not at all. Okay. Um, Because no. for me, it would have been like, red alert, red alert. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hmm. Well, because he said he was an entertainment, yada, yada, yada. He's busy finishing up something in, in this town that is a yeah. very possible situation. Sure. So he's like, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, it's really out of your way. He's like, no, he's like, you're going to be drinking, I'd rather you not drive, I'll send a car up for you. Cool. I expected, like, an Uber. Mm-hmm. No, there's a navigator with a driver. Took me to his house in Beverly Hills, very cute house, and we proceeded to get another car to go to this very nice Italian place in Beverly Hills, where he has a house account, they knew him by name, which was, I was like, mm-hmm. this is weird, okay. Mm-hmm. And then, and he looked familiar, and I couldn't figure out why. Right. He's already a little too old for me, honestly. It just wasn't triggering, but great conversation, I will say that. Great bottle of wine. And then we went back to his house. It's not, this was not a Brian Singer situation. Right. We literally listened to music and talked about music and stuff, but it was so awkward because... I don't like hurting people's feelings. Mm-hmm. And he uh, had expectations. He just liked me. Mm-hmm. I could tell. And it was one of those, like, I would actually hang out with you as a friend. Which is saying a lot. I don't like people. But <laughs> the conversation was really great. But I was like, you're older than my father. And it just didn't feel... It wasn't gelling that way. Mm-hmm. <sighs> And then, so we were hanging around talking about stuff. I was like, I really need to go home. I have work tomorrow morning. He's like, no problem. I'll get you a car. I'm like, no, I can get it. It's fine. He's like, no, no, no. I insist. Whatever. And then he goes in for a kiss. <sighs> See, at this point in the game, you know, I aim for an ear. Because at least I'll get a cheek. So... It wasn't one of those. It was a hug, and then he strategically went from the hug to, like, right by the neck, so I couldn't even turn anywhere, and then I managed to stop it just to be in a peck. Yeah. And that was that. So, yes, everyone, I've gone on a date with Elmo. Well, the former voice of Elmo. Right. It doesn't even sound that bad, except that you were not into it, and he was clearly not picking up on yes. any... Yes. Well, I always needed an escape pass, and I couldn't. Right. 
So it was like, oh, fuck, I'm trapped. And fuck, he's like, nice. And shit, I have nothing to even say. And I feel guilty if I am just going to bail because what am I going to do? <sighs> yeah. You know, it's one of those things. It's like, this is kind of awkward, but like, come on, Don, don't be a dick. Just suffer through it. You don't have to go on another date with him again. Mm-hmm. Then the kiss happened. I was like, ugh. <sighs> yeah, I've had definitely had some of those very awkward moments where, like, the thing is, it appears rude if you are standoffish or literally tell someone, uh, I'm not going to fuck you. But then if you just sort of give signs or signals, they appear to be misunderstood. Exactly. Or it's a slippery slope, y'all. So it's just like, this is why when someone actually likes me, they have to be like, I like you mm. and I am now flirting with you. <laughs> Commence flirting. So you check your phone. <laughs> like, yes. I'm flirting right now. Yes. <laughs> I, I, because I don't ever make a move. Mm-hmm. I certainly don't make the first move. I just, I'm, I, I mean, I guess if I'm really into someone and like them enough, like I clearly am flirting with them, yeah. but that's usually like a mutual thing. But like if you're, if you're into me and I'm not getting it, like I will never get it because it, it, I like, it's not there for me. Like I'm not. Yeah. So I also feel like on the other end of the spectrum, you should maybe read the room a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Oh, you know? You're so, ugh. Tale. I think in a tale. Did he ever once make mention of what he did, or like did he do the never once? <laughs> or... Right, never once. No, just talked about his daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was thankfully not one of those. Oh my God, I own this, and this is my house in Beverly Hills, and I have <laughs> one in New York. Yeah. And he only mentioned his apartment in New York because I think his daughter was staying there at the time because she was like. In college or something mm-hmm. like that, and whatever. Um, but he just said he was here for work. He's here that he works in entertainment, and that was it. Very nice guy. Very nice guy. Very awkward date. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember one time I went out on a date with someone who. I sort of don't remember agreeing to the date because we had both been drinking a lot. And I do remember making out with them. Mm-hmm. And that, so I was like, oh, well, this person's like, I guess we made plans for a date. And <laughs> yeah, I don't remember it being super awkward the whole time. Like, yeah, it's, we it's just, just a very odd feeling. Very different pages and like. like, he would ask me a question about something and I would like answer something completely different. Like, sort of related, but, like, off-topic, you know what I mean? Yeah, it just wasn't gelling. Bad. Yeah, just just bad. See, this is why the show works so well, because we just, hmm. we gel. Yeah, but nothing like, you know, no one, like, threatened suicide or, you know, like, I can't remember. I mean, even though, you know, I I probably had a few guys who were like, you're mine now. 
Um, and, you know, I can't remember a specific date where it was like, oh, and then, you know, this crazy thing happened yeah. where, you know, like some of these shit that I was reading was like, yeah, we went on a date, but he just took me to the mall and I tried on clothes. And then later he said it was a birthday gift for his ex-girlfriend or like just oh, Jesus. Like, stop. <laughs> You're like, what? What? So I don't know. Maybe we've both been extremely lucky in We're that both regard. Both just picky bitches. Or true. <laughs> yeah, and I do think straight men are way worse than gay men when it comes to that. You know, like gay men yeah. just either like they just want to fuck, or like if they actually like you, then they'll date you. Where mm. straight men, I think, have sort of, you know. Straight girls have this sort of buffer where you're, like, supposed to take them uh -huh. on a date first. The whole then, situation. And you can see how awful they are before you have sex with them. Uh -huh. Which, we just skip that. Like, we just, we don't need a personality. Yeah, no. <laughs> At first. If you don't get to know them, you can't be disappointed. <laughs> We're kidding. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. But you know what I will say, like, um... I've had a few first dates that were so good. Mm -hmm. You know, when yeah. you're just like, you like, this is great. Really connect with this person, mm -hmm. and yeah, you have a great time. And then suddenly it's like, you know, three o'clock in the morning or whatever. Or, yeah. Um, I think that's that's great. So, like, I don't know if it'll count. I told you about my ex, the sheriff, right? In our second date. What? Oh yes! Oh, did this he, is oh, this is good. Somebody? Oh my God! Yes, my our second date was in a high speed pursuit. <gasps> no, I've never uh, told you the story. That sounds like a fun date. Okay, everyone, grab a glass of wine <laughs> yes. and get prepared. I'm gonna finish so, this moscato right now. Meet this guy. Hi, Sergio. We're still friends to this day. Mm -hmm. This is like a good over ten years ago. Mm. Um, and we met, and first date is kind of the. It's a little annoyed because he pulls up in this Jaguar and then and I love cars, mind you, but mm -hmm. he lets me drive to the place that we're going, which he knew I love cars. But I'm just like, oh, wow, you have a $70,000 car. I'm really not impressed. Whatever. Yeah. And then we actually ended up making out and like hooking up ish on the first date. Second date, trying to go somewhere. Funny story, but we're actually going to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> just to get drive through so we could go back to my house and like yeah. watch movies. Um, and he pulls up in a different, is it like in a truck this time? It was a Ford Explorer sport track, which mm -hmm. is the Ford Explorer that looks like a truck, like with like a bed on it. Right. So we're driving and he's playing with all these, and I live in a small town, mind you, like when this all this is going on. And he's like playing with these strobe lights on his truck, and I'm like, you might not want to do that, like, in case the cops pull you over or something. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he's like, oh, I wouldn't worry about that. And I'm all, okay, whatever, your ticket, your truck, I don't care, right. you're driving, what do you do? So we're at the McDonald's, and right next to the McDonald's is the on-ramp to the freeway. Mm -hmm. And then behind us um, is, across the street, is a gas station. And so he told me he helps out at the police department. This is what I was told. We're sitting there. He keeps looking back in his rearview mirror. And I'm like, this motherfucker's weird. I'm like, okay, this is probably our last day because mm -hmm. he's already like, yeah. have all these weird ass fucking lights on his truck. And like, this is a normal truck, mind you. It wasn't like you got inside and it was like a police truck. Mm -hmm. And 
he keeps, I'm like, what is going, I'm like, what are you looking at? He's all, he's all, guy's about to get carjacked behind us. I was like, what are you talking about? He's all, yeah, I can almost guarantee he's guy's about to get carjacked. I was like, what? So I literally, I turn around, there's this elderly man that has his hood propped up, like, checking his oil or whatever, um, at the gas pump. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, I turn around, and this guy's lurking behind him, hits him over the head, pushes him aside, hops in his car, and drives on to the freeway with the hood up. And then... Sergio- I was just going to ask, did he yes, put that down? Yes, with the hood up. <laughs> uh, Ser- Sergio looks at what? me and says, should we chase him? I'm like, we're in the drive-thru, mind you. We're, like, waiting to go next to order our fucking food. And I was like, yeah. No, I was like, <laughs> no, I said, what? He's all, we're going to chase him. I was like, what? Speeds over the curb, flips around, goes onto the on-ramp. We get on the on-ramp, and the guy is putting the hood down to the car because he can't see where he's going. Right. Then, hops back in the car, is going off. Lights go off in the fucking truck. Oh, my God. He gets on his cell phone. It's like, um, Officer Rodriguez, I'm on the 60 freeway. Westbound, about to go in Lambs Canyon, chasing this car, yada, 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 yada. I'm going to need backup. He dialed, like, two numbers, oh, mind you. My I God. call 911 if, like, something's going on, and you put on a hold. Okay. Like, there's this yeah. whole situation. Right. And you also have no idea where you're, like, uh, I'm at McDonald's. Right? Like, uh. <laughs> So, we're going through the windiest... You've gone to Palm Springs, right? Yeah. Have you gone through the 60 where it's like, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. mountain on this that's side crazy. and two lanes yeah. and that's it for like a good three, four miles? We're doing that. Guys like weaving in and out, yada, yada, yada. And then luckily he loses control off on, right before it dips off into an actual like ravine. Oh my God. Into like this dirt field cluster situation. Hops out of the car, starts running. Sergio hops out of the car. Grabs, the, chases the guy down. Mind you, Sergio like, was on crutches, I thought, from, an, from an, an accident. So he's literally, and he's like a big, like a football player built guy. <laughs> literally, it's like one leg. Oh, whoosh, whoosh. <laughs> Grabs the guy, gets him back, tackles him on top of the no. truck that, that I'm in. <laughs> The cops call the fucking cell phone. He's like, answer that. <laughs> I'm like, hello? It's like, yes. Uh, um, is this Officer Rodriguez? I'm like, no. Um, like, I'm Officer with- in pursuit. No, literally. <laughs> I'm like, no, but the suspect has been detained. <laughs> They're like, okay, back- tell him backup is coming. Okay, backup is coming. <laughs> so then he grabs the guy... <laughs> I can't make this shit up, y'all. I've had a very entertaining <laughs> life. And like a great date. The funny thing is, cause I, I'm like, I'm fucking dating Batman right yeah. now. What the fuck is going on? I'm so, right. I'm so confused. So he's like, takes him from the front of the truck to the side and smacks him down again, all on one goddamn leg, mind you. And he says, I'm gonna fucking date this my goddamn fucking day off. By the way, you the right to remain silent. <laughs> you saying candy will be using against you in a court of law. <sighs> then two seconds later, 
actual cops show up. Oh my god. Grab him. Then they're asking him for information. So he brings out all of this paperwork. And then they're like, okay, thank you so much. Yada, yada, yada. They leave with the guy who had just gotten out of jail. He's like, I'm just trying to see my family. Then maybe you could have taken a bus or something. I don't know. Right? So then he turns to me. And I'm like petrified because I'm I'm thinking I'm gonna die. This this is how I'm gonna this is how it's gonna end. I'm in this windy ass fucking canyon. I'm gonna flip over in this goddamn truck with this lunatic uh-huh. that I thought was cute and Puerto Rican and a sweet talker. And no, this is how it ends. This motherfucker turns to me. Mind you, this is where I get most of my sass from Sergio. I was very timid back in the day. He looks at me. He's like, do you, do you still want McDonald's? <laughs> I look at him and I say, what the fuck was that? He was all, it's a carjacking. I'm like, no, what was that? He's like, didn't I tell you I was a cop? I said, no, "No, you said you helped out with the police department. He's like, yes, I'm unconscious because I got shot. (laughs) And I'm actually not an on-duty police sheriff anymore, or uh, I'm on-duty sheriff anymore, but... I was, and I still have the right to arrest people and carry a weapon. Opens up his console, Mm -hmm. and there's a fucking gun right there. We dated for like three years. (laughs) (laughs) So it wasn't a worse date. It was definitely a different type of date. Very interesting. It sounds amazing. And we got a McDonald's afterwards and watched movies. There you go. We had lots of sex that night. It was great, but... We we are still friends to this day. I actually helped him come out of the closet. Oh. But I dumped him. (laughs) Give me his number. (laughs) You're not getting my soppy seconds. (laughs) Uh, No, I'm actually seeing someone right now. Um, You guys, we had so much fun telling you our stories. (laughs) Hit it off on a funny note, though. It would have been great if you... Provided us with some of your own, but that's okay. You really need to follow us on social at Richie and Wes. That's and so do you. Richie with a Y. <laughs> Apparently, I also need to follow our our own accounts. Not, um, that's all right. We'll all fix that within the next week. You got, I mean, literally, like, we see the downloads that we get for this show. We, we know there are more than 10 people listening, so exactly. you really should be following us. Uh, Instagram, we just throw up a bunch of quizzes every every week. I think uh, this one we did, like, Cardi B versus Tommy. Yes. And we did... Uh, oh, we did ask if it, it was fair to the cast and crew of Bohemian Rhapsody for them to get all this shit now during award season when, you know, Brian Singer was fired during the movie. Although I still think, you know... This industry is, uh, you get into bed with someone when you work with them, and if they light the bed on fire, that's the way it goes. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad for them, of course, but also you decided to be in a movie that Brian Singer was directing. Mistake number one. Right. So... You got your check, so there you go. Hopefully you can <laughs> yeah. work, work in other venues as well. Right, but. they're getting other awards. You know. Um, so, yeah, so we throw up a bunch of questions, and uh, apparently some um, <laughs> funny stuff on Twitter, too. 
<laughs> so we you, don't know what we're doing half the time. You guys should expect yeah. this from us. Definitely have no but idea. But we expect you to follow, that. damn it. Yes, and also provide us with stories that we could tell on the air about yeah. your horrible dates. Um, oh, yes, we haven't asked for any uh, five-star reviews yet, so we should give. We should, we should ask you for a five-star review. We're not asking, we're demanding. We, that's true. We're over this shit. Mm-hmm. You're listening right now, and we know you, that you are. Yeah. So just go to your app right now Press on your phone. Button. Exit out of Grinder for literally slide thirty seconds. Down, slide down. Slide on down and That's click on the five, the fifth star. It's the last one <laughs> it's to the, your right. Literally the easiest thing to do. Um, also, if you like to save money, you could visit our uh, product sponsors. We have a fifteen percent off discount at PookiePots.com. You'll see the the coloring link book that we in the notes. Yes, the coloring book um, for adults. Not an adult coloring book. It's a coloring book for adults. For adults. 15% off if you use our code Richie and Wes. And then uh, Boy Package, B-O-I-P-K-G dot com, is also offering 35% off if you just use our shopping code uh, RichWest35. So those are in the notes. You can use those. And um, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. I gave y'all a great story since you gave us with nothing this week. Nothing. That's all right. We're used One of these to days it. we're going to run out of stories. You yeah. guys have to help us out here. Oh, I know. I feel like every week the sex question is getting harder and harder. I'm just still weirded out that I never told you that story about Sergio. No. Yeah, no. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was very entertaining. All right, you guys. Until next time. Goodbye. Bye. Look out for carjackers. Bye.